This is In the Know for Friday, September 30, the 273rd day of 2022. There are 92 days left in the year. Good morning, MD, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will uh, look back on the weekend Cougar sports, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. Sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You're wearing red today. I am. Yeah. I'm wearing blue today. I just really noticed, like, oh, uh, red. Uh, that's okay. It matches. If you look at the logo over my right shoulder, your red and my blue look together with that monitor. Does, yeah. that, does that count yeah. for something? Yeah. All right. I won't make any comments then that it, what it could indicate. It's Western, right? You cheering Western on this weekend? It, it, Is that why you're wearing it's red? It's long sleeve and clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Have you heard about a potential butter shortage for the holidays? Uh, no, that's not what I've heard. Okay, if your holiday plans include cookies, pies, rolls, you may need to rethink your menu. A national butter shortage is driving up prices at the grocery store. A pack of butter costs almost 25% more than it did a year ago, just in 2021, about four seventy-seven a unit. That's the most expensive it's been in five years. So do we need to order a little extra next time? Maybe. maybe? Uh, well, I mean, we're just going to pay. Maybe they'll get the shortage. Uh, maybe they'll get the shortage fixed. Is there a work around for not having butter i guess it depends on what you're doing or, I, I mean i can't believe it's not butter uh, um fake butter margarine um lard I, I i don't know listen i know somebody with no bread and butter that wouldn't be able to exist so that's true anyway got a story about her coming up later on the show <laughs> He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm tired. How are you? I was going to say late night. Between calling the football game, at least you had running clock. Then I presume you went home and watched the football game. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah no, uh, it, uh, my Bengals game didn't end until about two thirty, so I didn't end up well, falling now, asleep. To, to be clear, it was over long before two thirty. Uh-huh. Your experience with it lasted until. Well, that's 2:30. why I said my Bengals game. Okay, okay, didn't okay. End okay, until okay. Two, and it didn't end. I until thought you 2:30. meant my Bengals. No, my Bengals game, like okay. one whole. Uh, one whole three words there combined. Uh, yeah, but it was uh, it was a late night. I'd probably get to sleep till about three thirty. So we're, Cougars, oh. we're rolling. Cougars won. Bengals won. They did. So you're so uh, you're off to a good start for the weekend. Now, if the cats can deliver tomorrow, you'll be in good shape. So your orange is oh this is this is I haven't gotten to wear my day after game. Okay. Because okay. the Bengals, okay. when they won on Sunday, we had our conference. On oh, right, right. I had yeah. my Bengals we socks on. And luckily, the person sitting next to me noticed him and was a fellow Bengal fan. I guess so. Hey, sure. um, uh, Sam, do you, you have a lot of leaves in your yard presently? 
Uh, no, not really. No, not really. Uh, no, but but here they. I'm surprised they haven't started yet. Uh, yeah. Well, depending upon where you are, you know, the leaves are are starting to fall. And there's a life hack that I've been able to find. A lot of people will drag the tarp out into the yard, and then they'll put the leaves on it, and then they'll drag them away. Uh, actually, you can use large pieces of cardboard, and you can make yourself a little leaf plow. So you take uh, cardboard, and then you 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 cut it a certain way. You can just Google it online. You'll find out the most effective way to make a leaf plow using a big big piece of cardboard. You like get a, little like a snow plow, yeah, but it's... little flanges on the side mm. that keep them from you know from spilling out, and then you just scoop them into a pile, and that's more effective than having to touch like a, a leaf a rake wide and then onto this tarp, and then so pe- diff- people have different ways, but think of a leaf plow when you're dealing with leaves so, this year. Do I expect to here in a couple of weeks see you with a piece of cardboard? in the front yard here who me yeah no i I mean i might be conducting the leaf plowing saying here go over there and with that leaf plow and go over there and aka alex cook (laughs) (laughs) he seems to be uh he seems to be a go-getter so uh, he might uh clear and comfortable to end the week we're going to see mostly sunny and dry to end this work week we'll see clouds streaming from the remnants of hurricane ian that's mainly like more to the east of i-65 is where that cloud cover is to be more plentiful but they have now decreased because of the the wobbly path or the s path that ian has taken that our rain chances for tomorrow down to 10 percent, so almost non-existent so don't expect uh, a considerable amount of precipitation for tomorrow and then the rain is at uh, 10 percent for sunday as well but then low to ranging from low 70s to upper 70s next week later in the week a little warmer it gets but a week from today our high remains in the 60s for the first time of the season uh, i think we actually got to 70 the day this week that it was uh, cooler i wednesday. think that was on wednesday mm-hmm. I think we did break 70, but not expected to break 70 a week from today or a week from tomorrow. Mostly sunny, 74 today. Mostly cloudy, 54 tonight. Partly cloudy, 73 for tomorrow is what you can expect. Mentioned Hurricane Ian. This time yesterday, it was Tropical Storm Ian. Got out into the Atlantic Ocean yesterday afternoon. Picked up fuel, regained strength, went back to hurricane strength, and is now bearing down on uh, South Carolina. So you've got a lot of the southeastern seaboard, which is being impacted. Not as str- not as strong, but wide. You know, it's been a large, it's been a large storm, and so no matter the punch, it's uh, it's creating a, a big path through that area. Also. When it comes to weather-related things, I want to remind you that tomorrow begins the fall wildfire hazard season. Uh, tomorrow, October 1st, we do this annually. State officials are urging every Kentuckian to be alert as fall wildfire hazard season begins tomorrow with outdoor burning restrictions in effect through December 15th. During this time, outdoor burning is prohibited between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. local time. If the fire is within 150 feet of any woodland, brushland, or fields containing dry grass or other flammable materials. Basically hard to escape any of that criteria. In this area, In this area. So basically restrict any burning you may do until after 6 p.m. So just be aware of that. The Division of Forestry responds to more than 1,000 wildfires annually across the state. Studies show that 99% of all wildfires in Kentucky are from human activity. 
activity. So just be aware of that. Learning this morning right before the show, and we I don't have I don't have any specific details. But we started getting statements from state government officials. I think, Sam, you told me we got a statement from Mike Harmon. Correct. Uh, state Auditor Mike Harmon has issued a statement that's leading us to believe that the passing of C.B. Embry uh, has occurred. We told you earlier in the week that he had resigned from the Senate. He's had a, an ongoing battle with, with cancer. He was continuing to try and serve his uh, senatorial district for some time and while he was undergoing cancer treatments, but... Um, decided that his health had deteriorated to the point where he was no longer able to continue to do that. So we had the story for you earlier this week. I guess it was just on Wednesday that he had uh, resigned, retired from the Senate, and um, apparently maybe knew that his earthly life, the end of his earthly life, was imminent. So I'm sure there will be more details coming forward, and and we'll be aware of uh, all of those details. But just did want to pass that along uh, this morning while we became uh, aware, you know, served in case you didn't hear our commentary on Wednesday, served our area uh, for uh, quite some time before redistricting, then, you know, had him allocated to uh, other people, but been a, a long life of public service. A Litchfield man is facing multiple charges, including assault after fighting with a Litchfield officer. This happened yesterday morning about 235. Litchfield police officer DJ Newton arrived at a residence in the 300 block of Thomas Street to serve an arrest warrant on 36 year old Edwin Tyler Duff. The suspect ran from Newton when Newton caught him. Uh, Duff fought with the officer, resulting in Newton tasing the suspect. Duff briefly experienced a medical emergency with EMS dispatched to the scene. The suspect regained his faculties within minutes and walked to the ambulance with assistance from medical personnel and law enforcement. He was transported uh, to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes and uh, then later incarcerated. Governor Andy Bashir announced yesterday the $15 million awarded to a company in the final days of the 2017 General Assembly for an aluminum plant in the Ashland area that was never built has been recuperated in... Um, Recouped, yeah, not recuperated, just recouped. In addition, Steel Dynamics Inc., which entered into a joint venture with Unity Aluminum, as uh, Brady is now known, has reached an agreement in principle to donate the property upon which the mill was to be built about uh, 205 acres, and a spec building to the original owner, which is the Northeast Kentucky Regional Industrial Authority. The parties are also negotiating the Industrial Authority's acquisition of additional parcels owned by the company below the original acquisition cost. So basically it is a uh, splitting of the canned goods that say, we just want our money back. And since you don't want, you've never wanted the site, or you don't currently now want the site that we had earmarked for you, or that we put in as part of the deal, we'd like to have it back. And what that will stand for is our lost opportunity on the other side that made us invest to begin with. So there was going to supposedly going to be a return on investment of occupational taxes, jobs, economic growth, etc. Since you're not going to do that, just give us our investment back. Let us have the land so we can go find somebody else that wants to do a venture of some sorts and then that'll just be that and it seems like they've been able to work that out and i know the Bashir administration considers that a big you know feather in in their cap so good to know that uh, that we were able to get the money back and do something, else, too. do something else with it. i assume we can put 15 million dollars to use doing something else i i got uh, some ideas 
Well, I saw you over there writing uh-huh. fever, feverishly earlier. You're apparently making a list. <laughs> can, can, can we put that to beehive curve? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, State Senate Majority Leader Damon Thayer was joined by fellow lawmakers yesterday on the front steps of the state capitol for a ceremonial presentation of $75 million to representatives of Kentucky's tourism and travel industry. The money, which Thayer convinced his colleagues to include in this year's state budget, is designed to help with marketing the tourism industry, which is traditionally one of Kentucky's largest sectors as it recovers from the COVID-19 pandemic. He noted the action came after tourism officials pointed out they were eligible for federal ARPA funds, so he fought to have it included in the state's two-year spending plan. He said, our message to the tourism industry from the General Assembly is help is on its way. We have had the, the our state park system has been a jewel for decades. It has not had the the upkeep that it probably needs throughout the last uh, couple of decades. So to, to stay on par and to be attractive to people who want to come visit Kentucky, it's important to keep that going. And also they rely upon business meetings and the conventions and things of the like. COVID really just brought business, even after personal travel resumed, business travel is still not happening at the level in which it was. So as they try to get back on their feet from a business and convention and tourism standpoint, then they kind of need a, a shot in the arm to do it. A lot of businesses realized, oh, we, we can just hop on Zoom and we don't actually have to fly to... Wherever it is. Yeah, that's right, because it's you know it's an expensive proposition. So a new production and distribution facility in Kentucky will bring an investment over sixteen million dollars and two hundred three full time jobs to Hopkinsville. Elevate windows and doors will use an existing one hundred thousand square foot building for the operation, which is according to the governor's office. The Kentucky Economic Development Finance Authority preliminarily approved an agreement with the company to provide up to two point two five million dollars in tax incentives. A coal company is building a new facility down in the Henderson area. Riverview Coal operates a massive underground coal mine in Union County. The new $35 million facility will be built in Henderson County. The project will create 260 jobs. Work is expected to begin next year and will be finished in December 2024. So coal mining still a thing in western Kentucky. Yesterday, dedication was held on the University of Louisville campus for Denny Crum Hall, which is a new residence hall on campus named to honor Hall of Fame coach who led the Louisville men's basketball program for 30 years. The residence hall opened for occupancy this semester and houses student athletes from men's basketball, women's basketball, women's lacrosse, as well as other UofL students. Crum attended the luncheon, um, you know, He's he's victim of aging, just like you know, right? a lot of people are. Yeah, Eighty five, you know, and his his buddy, you know, Joe Hall. We lost him uh, earlier uh, this year. Was it actually Janu- technically in this year? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was in January. Uh, January the like thirteenth. And so he did not speak. What? But he was there. Uh, but his um, his wife. Uh, uh, his wife Susan was there with him as well. Uh, Susan's a former journalist. She worked, I think, for WDRB, as I recall. And um, so it was good to see. Now, what I don't know is they basically had to tear down Minardi Hall. Is that right? There's Just because some, of the there was some stuff on the ceilings. The, apparently, the, because of the, the but the the taboo and the stigma over that building. I think it was also really old. It was. I think it was an older building, wasn't it? But I mean, it was built during the Patino era 
Well, because I mean, it was his brother-in-law. Basketball dorm-wise, that's old. That's that's yeah, ancient. I guess so. So anyway, they they kind of needed that facility to go away anyway, and so now they have this I, one that they can you know. I do say, I mean, can, come on, Kentucky. No, now we need Joe B. Hall. I mean, it would make it would make sense. If but, there's Denny Crum Hall, we need Joe B. Hall. I mean, there's already a statue though out front. But, of, yeah. You know, you can't tell me that Joe B. Hall would not be a great. That would be that would be. Where do you live, Joe B. Hall? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. I have found the world's largest bobblehead. Oh. Ollie's Bargain Outlet. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That would perk somebody's like, ears up. I like Ollie's. Celebrated right? its 40th anniversary by unveiling the world's largest bobblehead at its Harrisburg, Pennsylvania store. It is uh, 16 feet, 6.73 inches high. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I've got a decent collection of of bobbleheads. Do do you think Chief Meredith would let me put that in my front yard? Well, I happen to know for a fact that... I've got my side yard. I could put it out there. There are no planning and zoning regulations in the city of Clarkson. Uh So you're pretty much at liberty to do, you know, whatever it is you would like in the way of statues. Now, what I might suggest to you, Sam, put a 16-foot bobblehead of Chief Meredith in your yard. And and it will be all, it will be smooth sailing no matter which way you go. Who says no? (laughs) I'm not saying no. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. We're going to talk the weekend Cougar Sports coming up here on In the Know. Today is Orange Shirt Day. Well, <laughs> good job, Sam. Somebody's Absolutely. winning. It is Ask a Stupid Question Day today. I'm sure I'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll get some of those. Is there school tomorrow? How about, uh, here's one I haven't thought of. Can we spell the word creativity however we want? Oh. Oh. You're, you're changing it up there a little bit. I mean, those are. I mean, uh, can you be a closet claustrophobic? <laughs> Why aren't blueberries blue? I don't know. Do either of you want to ask me about the board today? Is it self-explanatory? I thought it might be a little bit cryptic. Laughter has no borders. Laughter has no borders. Do you want to ask a stupid question on what that means? What does that mean? Uh, Languages, you know, have borders. We speak English or they might speak Yugoslavian or they might. But laughter sounds the same in every language. And so laughter has no borders. That's all that it means. Uh, Today is also Chewing Gum Day today. Tomorrow, October begins. It's October actually means the eighth month, but it's been the tenth month since we moved New Year's Day to January. And it's Homemade Cookies Day tomorrow. CD Player Day tomorrow. Name Your Car Day is Sunday. So in case you've not officially already named your car, tomorrow is the... Day to do. Feel like I've had long enough and it hadn't gotten a name, so it's it's too late. I, tr- I I've tried on my truck, but it just won't stick because mm-hmm. I just I don't like it enough, and so you don't like your truck or you don't like the name. I don't like the name. The name oh. just didn't stick. I uh-huh. I try. If it has a name, it's Ridley, but it just that sounds. I don't know. It's just not. I don't know. I don't like it very much. So I met a car the other day. Yeah. That reminded me so much of Artie. Yeah. But, and I actually started thinking, you know, I don't know that I've heard him say a name for his truck. Yeah, just because anyway, it's so a, I actually had that thought going down the road. Just because it's a Ridgeline, you know, Ridley. I remember like, okay. we had, uh, my parents growing up had a Honda Odyssey, and so they called it Homer. 
Homer. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like it. Which, which I, works. Well done. Uh-huh. Uh, applause. I had a farm car, and now I have the beast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we had the rare... Thursday night football, uh, Thursday night high school football game last night. And so the Cougars on senior night hosted the uh, Breckenridge County Tigers. See, I told you yesterday there wasn't much fight in those Tigers, Sam, so I didn't even call them the Fighting Tigers. But they came to town, and uh, Grayson County whooped up on them. Yeah, 36 nothing was the final score, and some kind of some interesting stats for you about that is now Grayson County has shut out the Fighting. I'm, I've never seen Breckenridge County score a touchdown at Cougar Stadium. It's now been three straight games that the Cougars have shut out the Fighting Tigers in Litchfield. Oh, because they surprisingly upset us over there last year. Correct. Yeah, 15-12. to 12. Was the final score, yes. Right, but you've never seen them score in Grayson County. Correct. And again, now to read into that what you want, but the Cougars, uh, they drove the ball really well on their first drive and then fumbled it inside the five-yard line, gave Breck the ball back, and uh, the Tigers then had like a big play on on their second play, and it kind of was like, "Uh uh-oh, what's happening here? And then luckily the Cougar defense stuck in, and then from that point on, it it was all Cougars. Uh, Jaron Van Meter had a rushing and a receiving touchdown. Hunter Felty had three rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown. Uh, The Cougars looked really well. But now it was the first time that the Cougars have won three straight home games since 2014. Oh, wow. But I guess I hadn't considered that. I mean, but then and then that's another one of those when you look at it that really for the past since 2014, at least once a year they get either Bowling Green, South Warren, or Owensboro Graves. Mm-hmm. So so you get you get tough teams that you that you play, and they luckily right. have not had one of those on the schedule until some next of Sunday. it is being fortuitous in the way that your home and homes fall. Mm-hmm. But still, three home wins in a row to not have done it. I mean, you theoretically get those every other, you know. So it's yeah, it's it's worth noting. Uh, did you uh, you had senior night last night? Yeah, yeah, it was senior night. They recognized seven football players and then also a team manager who's Cole Snyder, who also works on our crew. So congratulations to to all of them. They also recognized the band seniors. That was about eight, nine, ten, and then maybe about half a dozen cheerleaders. Okay, gotcha. Uh, which is always it's always good, and I always enjoy. We had some technical difficulties during, so I couldn't really sit there and, and listen. But I always enjoy hearing, you know, what's next for and and hearing all of the differences because you hear some some get up there and it's like, well, I'm going to be you know a brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, wow, like good good for you. Or and then you know, but and then you get people. Who who are like electrician it's like well yeah i need sure. you too yeah and i need both of those and then you get the one that's okay as well i don't know what i want to do speaking of the brain surgeons uh owensboro health had their punt pass kick uh competition last night did you send kaylor down for the passing no uh so river blanton was grayson county's representative who's the cougar basketball player and he uh got a good arm he got it but he had to he had to hit about a 48 yard field goal to do oh, on the kick. Oh, and, oh punt, pass, and kick. Oh, yes. you had to do all three. Got yes. it. Okay. And he, I thought uh, it was like team triathlon where you could get no. one to do each one. He, uh, but a 48 yard field goal, and that's what Kaylor and I were talking, saying that if, if River would have hit that, then, uh, sign him up. Yeah. Yeah. He, put him then, in a uniform. He, yes. <laughs> and he didn't, but, uh, that, uh, it, uh, it was fun. And the footballs that Owensboro Health gave away, uh, shout out. I mean, I was expecting, because when we got the paper saying, you probably thought, what'd you think when they said that they were throwing out footballs? Well, those awesome little you know, no they were like footballs. i mean they weren't full but it was like in between and it was like a legitimate football i've got one luckily uh, andrea i'm gonna need andrea, one of those andrea hooked me up she did but, she hooked you up yeah she gave me one it's got <clears throat> but what they did and i didn't get one there's of the gonna be a conference after the show well maybe maybe we can uh and i'll give you the one i have because they gave they 
so on the Breckenridge County side, they have the Breck County logo. Ah. And on the Grayson County side, they have the Grayson County logo. The one I have is just the Owensboro Health logo, which is still cool because it's a nice football. But, well done. Uh, All right. Yeah. Very, very sharp. What else has been going on at Cougar Sports this week? Uh, well, n- district tournament time is now coming up for the soccer teams as that begins Monday as the boys will host the boys soccer tournament here at Grayson County and the girls will have to go to Meade County. Uh, but the girls will open Monday against Breckenridge County. And that should be a great game. They split mm-hmm. They split the season series, and both of the games went into overtime, and one of them went into penalty kicks. So it just shows you that these are two very, very evenly matched teams. It's kind of like the rubber match, and that's at Meade County. I love play. kicks. I love kicks. I love penalty PKs, kicks. Yeah. But I don't. I, I love kicks, but I don't really like it when my one and one of my teams is involved because it's it's there's too much anxiety. Well, see, I was really looking forward to in the game played here at Grayson County. Uh, it almost went into penalty kicks. Grayson County hit the golden goal with about three minutes to go, and I was a little selfishly like, oh, hmm, <laughs> Grayson yeah, won. But, but I was kind of wanting some PKs because that would have been fun to call. Probably good for viewership too you know when it yeah because uh, it is penalty kicks is a lot of fun all right uh was there some golf news this week uh, i do want to mention to the boys soccer team they will po- they will play edmondson county here in grayson county on tuesday okay. in the semifinals and if both teams win they would play on wednesday in their championship games but the, yeah the golf news uh they you know that we had three golfers go into the state first round mm-hmm. it was played up at heritage hills as uh jackson uh, Jackson Mays and Landon Skies on Monday. Landon uh, played a uh, good game, so he but he still didn't advance to the cut at the Bowling Green Country Club. But Jackson did. He t- finished tied for fourth with a one over par seventy three. He had a really really good day, so he is now advanced to the second round, so the final round of the KHSA State Golf Tournament, which is next week on to the next Bowling one. Green okay. Tuesday and Wednesday is when he will play. Uh, Natalie also Garrett, in Bowling Green. Yes. Where is that? Bowling Green Country still, Club. Still still there. Yeah. Yeah, they played at Heritage Hills last week, and now they're headed towards Bowling Green. Okay, uh, Natalie Ski, uh, Natalie Garrett, rather, <laughs> finished tied for thirty eighth in her first round. Uh, her season ended there, but for both Landon and Natalie, they're both juniors, so they get to come I was back. Going to say Natalie's and, junior year, she wrapped up, so and she they get to come back. And if you missed for both Landon and Natalie, we had a good talk with them last week for our Cougar conversations that you can go and you can find on on our YouTube channel. It, it was good to to learn about. Uh, Learn about them and, and learn about the golf. I like giving them some spotlight because, as you can see, they all had really good seasons. Mm-hmm. By the way, I want to—I uh, kind of want to mention something. The you, you do those Cougar conversations and those spotlights, mm-hmm. and and the way that they get worked into our coverage is at a time where we a have to have a break. Right in the middle in the middle of that coverage. I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, we want to go behind baseball. It's used for me to be able to use the restroom. That's like, right. Like it, if well, I, but it's I have also to or it's to give the people that are working a break. Uh-huh. That's that's why those are done. They're pre-produced, and so. Here's the other thing. The reason that we use that real estate is for the benefit of featuring other athletes whose games we do not call. Or don't call a lot of. Or don't call a lot of or that need recognition. So there's been a couple of squawkers that I've seen recently about you all should do this and you all should do that. I'll just say... We do things intentionally to feature the students that don't get a lot of featuring, and there's a reason we do the things we do, but if you'd like to show up with your checkbook, we'll have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. That's and all I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I really thought that it was great to give, I mean, listen, look, look at Natalie Garrett and Landon Skies. I mean, they made it to the first round of the state tournament. 
That's incredibly impressive. They deserved the spotlight last week. But it's insulting to work as hard as we do and have squawkers. It right? is. It, it is. is just. It is because you know you know the amount of time we put in behind the scenes, and it's not just me, but our crew. I mean, they they work hard. And listen, there'll be games. I mean, I know we're guaranteed every every game every year we have at least one game that'll be the pouring rain. <laughs> and guess who will be out there standing in the pouring rain on top of the press box? That'll be one, Mister Alex Cook. He'll be braving the elements. All right, Will Levis will take uh, and lead the Kentucky Wildcats at Ole Miss. So you got the number seven team at the number. Did I cover all the Cougar sports? Um, I, th- I think you pretty much. I know volleyball. They compete today in the Halloween Slam at okay. Lafayette High School. Right. They're playing Corbin. Lafayette. Yeah, they're playing Corbin today, and then they play the. Uh, they'll match up with potentially Connor High School in, in the next round, which is uh, that's that's a big rivalry for me. That was my rival high school growing sure. up. So I told when Coach Harris was telling me that i said listen I said i don't let you know beat 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 if you play connor like that's my edmondson count can you run up the score in volleyball i i hope so uh, <laughs> they'll probably only play best of three but i'd say let's just go five sets because we can beat you five to nothing will levis and the kentucky wildcats two four and oh teams face off in oxford tomorrow ole miss favored by six and a half so and that i think that's right because the adage is home field is worth a touchdown I think it's a little strong. You think? Uh, I would have probably thought like three and a half okay. or something. But uh, I, I, I mean, listen, nothing will surprise me. I think this is your, this is your litmus test of because I really don't think Florida is that great. This is your litmus test of how good are we? Okay. Both teams didn't play very well against their MAC opponents last week. Yeah, but they're probably both of them. They they would never admit this, but you're. You're looking ahead a little bit because sure. you knew that you had this coming. Uh, I know I kind of wish I was going down to the Grove. Uh, I've always wanted to, to kind of go to that and experience it. They uh, they are losing. They, being Ole Miss, are losing a little bit of their offensive potency, and we are gaining some of ours by Chris Rodriguez returning. And That's good Zach news. Zach Evans, yes. I think, is their, is their running back, mm-hmm. uh, the transfer from TCU. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm excited to see Chris Chris Rodriguez. So the KSR guys were having a conversation yesterday. What do you think? Do they do they give it to him on the first play, or are they doing play action going deep? What are, what are you calling? That's been the conversation because uh, because everyone thinks you know you you have this mind game of are you giving it to the guy who hasn't played yeah or are you faking giving it to that guy and hoping to get it to one of your wide receivers I think you need some live contact first I think they throw it deep so so you think you're going play action yeah, I, yeah. yeah I'm I'm, I'm intrigued in to see which one uh, Coach Gangarello does <laughs> what else oh October is a new month we usually tell you these before we get started uh, before we start with the new month and did I cover everything did I cover everything Sam. Uh, I know Louisville, Louisville plays. Oh, yeah, they go to Boston College, right? Both of them trying to win their first ACC game. Is that right? That sounds right. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't really uh, keep up with the cards that close. Scott Tot. There you go. Uh, October is American Cheese Month. It's Applejack Month. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's Eat Country Ham Month. It's National Pizza Month. Oh, wait. I know. This is Breast Cancer Month. I didn't even put two and two together. Uh, shout out to Joe Z. He gave me a, uh, a Breast Cancer Awareness hat for the Reds. Really? Yeah, he hooked me up. So, it was so weird. So, you know, we've had a dynamic week. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, and I'm to glad tell you, you mentioned. Ch- Chase Blaine is still He's still floating. walking tall? Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> in a matter of about 12 hours, yeah, about, about 12 hours, I went from seeing Joe Z standing next to Richard Young of the Kentucky Headhunters 
and then Joe Z standing next to Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I just thought that trio, right? That it yeah, I, just, I, I, it was I, a weird intersection of life experiences. Well, uh, myself and Joe Zerhusen, the Reds PA guy. I mean, we have a lot of connections because he grew up in Northern <laughs> Kentucky as well, and he graduated about the same time as one of my uncles from high school, same high school. So we were discussing that about some of the local gems in northern kentucky sure okay tomorrow is international frugal fun day also known as the misty thomas holiday <laughs> uh, it was good to see her too on monday i wasn't expecting her to walk in professional bargain hunters or tuesday woman of the year i think yeah tuesday uh by the way pray for her because i think she'd be deployed uh to the southeast today i think i don't I know I've, she had told me that i've on not tuesday. gotten an update on that since uh since, I guess, Wednesday. Uh, Sunday is National Custodial Worker Day. God bless them. Yes. Thank you so much for all that they do. Uh, they kind of get taken for granted. Then you oh. hold, like when you host an event, like you show up in an event and then it gets cleaned up and you don't pay any attention to all that. And next thing you know, it's like, hey, that doesn't just happen by magic. Cameron, Kent, Barbie, Dale, all the ones at Grace County High School are phenomenal. October 4th is Golf Day. It also, Yom Kippur begins. Physician's Assistant Day is on the 6th. Canadian Thanksgiving on the 10th. It's also Columbus Day. It's also Indigenous People Day. Old Farmers Day on October 12th. International Skeptics Day on October 13th. October 14th, I've got to get busy making plans because it's Be Bald and Free Day. <laughs> hey, you got to celebrate while you can. <laughs> Dictionary Day is on the 16th. Bosses Day on the 17th. Meatloaf Appreciation Day on October oh. 18th. My grandma made good meatloaf. Mom, listen. I feel like every grandma, though, has to have a good meatloaf recipe, right? Well, both of you all apparently have meatloaf stories. I mean, yeah. you talk about your nanny's meatloaf, yes? Oh, yeah, my nanny's uh -huh. was... Mm -hmm. Nacho Day on October 21, Pumpkin Cheesecake Day on October 21, Make a Difference Day on the 22nd, Smartest Cool Day is also the 22nd, Talk Show Host Day on the 23rd, National Bologna Day is on the 23rd, Frankenstein Day on the 28th, Candy Corn Day on the 30th, and Halloween on my, October 31st. My brother's 31st. birthday is the 26th. Was there anything good there? I don't know if he... Does he deserve to have anything good? I mean, I think he has his own day. The 26th? Oh, yeah. National mincemeat day that's it so he there's can nothing have, there's nothing quite like that talks about my older brother more than mincemeat he can have mincemeat pie for uh, his birthday do i need to text his wife right D now does that sound appropriate <laughs> you know would would he be would he be a fan of mincemeat or would he be like uh, nah i'm out on the i'm out on do the architects mincemeat. eat mincemeat um sure yeah then yes yeah. <laughs> it's their favorite we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got some entertainment news, new movies at the theater, and they finally figured out the cause of death on Queen Elizabeth II. What a great mystery. Finally solved. Coming up, you're on In the Know. Did you know a man named Ronald McDonald robbed a Wendy's restaurant in 2005? I think awesome. I remember hearing about this. <laughs> it strikes me as funny. Did, did he dress as a hamburger? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Surely he did. I mean, maybe he dressed as Mayor McCheese and said, I own all these hamburgers. Did your breakfast show up, your free breakfast for a year? Oh, apparently, I, I did win, yeah. but apparently it said it's going to take a couple weeks. Okay.
Um, so Mine hasn't shown up either. Yeah, see, I, I, what's going to happen is it's it's the amount of weeks that I'm more than likely going to forget about it, and one day I'm just going to come home. And, it's going to be and, in your mailbox. And I'm going to be very happy. All the food is going to be in your mail. You're going to open your mailbox, and there will be breakfast I, for I mean, a year from I wouldn't Wendy's. complain if there's like a Frosty sitting in my mailbox. That's not a breakfast food thing. Uh, That's not a breakfast food. Isn't breakfast food by open to interpretation? Uh, I mean, I, I, I Have you never I had suppose. ice cream for breakfast? You know, I probably have. Uh, I I don't, but I don't remember when it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. And then listen, a frosty is is delicious. You you know me, I'm difficult, so I say you know breakfast food is breakfast food, and I don't mm-hmm. typically like sweets for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I've never had it. I do know one young lady that had a popsicle as part of her breakfast this week. It mm-hmm. wasn't her only. But, but breakfast. You, you can't tell me that if I brought you a frosty right now that you wouldn't have a bite. It's not breakfast time anymore for me. So, yes, I can have a Frosty. My my breakfast time moved on about 9 o'clock. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Here's today's movie premieres. Only a couple things that are new at the cinema. They're really slacking right now. One is, maybe they're saving up for the holidays. I don't know. One is uh, Bros. So, basically, they decided there's not a gay rom-com, so let's make one. So, that's what that is. Billy Eichner, Luke McFarlane, and Kristen Chenoweth. And then Smile is a R-rated horror mystery movie. So, neither of those will I see. Queen Elizabeth II's Cause of Death... I actually think it's sweet. I kind of set it up in a way like it was a big mystery. But they just listed it as old age. And the death certificate was signed by Princess Anne, by her daughter. But it's one of those things where my guess is they, because she was the queen, they obviously she's 96. They didn't do autopsy. They didn't do a lot of, you know, examination, trying to figure out, well, was it pulmonary? Was it whatever? A, a normal citizen, they probably need to know that for just official purposes to be able to document in case there's ever any question in the future on what the actual cause of death was. But because I think the queen was the queen, they just said... We're going to. We're not going to dishonor her by probing around trying to figure out what the actual cause was. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it does. I, old age. I mean, you're 96. That's to be expected. That's as good a cause as any, I suppose. The new season five trailer for Yellowstone is out, and it has Kevin Costner biting off more than he can chew. I don't know exactly. This is Paramount Plus, right? Paramount Plus, yep. Season 5 premieres with a two-episode event November 13 only on Paramount Plus. See, I I don't have that one, so I've not seen any Yellowstone. Okay. I mean, it's good, though, right? Yeah. Oh, it's really good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you stay out of Beth Dutton's way, Sam. Yeah. Okay. Just don't. I, if you ever like needed, speaking a different language, if you there. ever needed a, a someone to settle your scores, talk to 
Beth Dutton in particular, if you if you really want to get the best of them. Hocus Pocus 2, Thora Birch reveals the reason she didn't return for the sequel. I don't know who she is, uh, but uh, Birch wasn't included in the sequel. She says there were three options that we had. They said well, there were three options we had for how to bring Danny back, all of which I was excited by. However, by the time they got around to filming, I was already on something else, and there's no ill will. She still loves everything and everybody, so that doesn't mean anything to me. Hopefully, it means something to you hocus pocus fans uh, it does but. yes no mm-hmm. maybe the daily show one. trevor noah has announced he is officially departing the program after seven years boy cbs has worked really hard to drive attention to the daily show the audience i, I don't dislike trevor noah but i don't watch any of his i see what little bit they put in the cbs eye opener in the mornings and so it's usually a zinger or a something and so he's fine but Apparently, the ratings for The Daily Show were a third of what they were when Jon Stewart was the host. And Trevor Noah and Jon Stewart are different. They're, they're, Absolutely. They're, and I know Trevor Noah worked under Jon Stewart. I mean, they just have different styles of humor. I think Trevor Noah's funny, though. I think Trevor Noah can probably go on and do some and, things that aren't limited to Comedy Central that and he can I be successful I think that's doing. what he said, is that he yeah. kind of missed doing stand-up and being able to travel. and um, Sure. Yeah, and it's, I mean... <laughs> I don't blame him. What would you consider? Uh, first, I'll preface by saying Rolling Stone has issued its list of top 100 television shows. Mm-hmm. You want to take a stab at what is number one according to Rolling Stone? Uh, Sopranos, Breaking Bad. Those would be in my Those are couple good. Of okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, we'll do the top five in reverse Fleabag, then The Wire. Then uh, Breaking Bad, then The Simpsons at number two. I was wondering if they'd be up there. And The Sopranos uh-huh. at number one, uh-huh. according Look to Rolling you. Stone. Simpsons would have been in my guess, and The Wire uh, is good too, yeah. It said uh, The Simpsons is the undisputed champion due to its 86 medium transforming episodes. It did change It did change the medium, without a doubt. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up for the week here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. So, as you're probably well aware, we have a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, who will soon be seven, and um, she'll be seven next spring, but she's in first grade. And she, we find ourselves some evenings playing school. So, we're the students. She's always the teacher's pet over there. And then I'm always the class clown. Did you need to tell us that? Right. Just clarifying. (laughs) Just specifying. And uh, who's the troublemaker? You need, or are you the troublemaker? Uh, He's always wear wear all the hats. He's always in Miss Kate's office or detention. But I was pretty well behaved. (laughs) Uh, The last time we played school was Wednesday, and I'm I'm glad that she loves school because she's yeah she does send me to Miss Kate's office. but I decided to be a good student on Wednesday, and she gave me a book that I had to write all of my ABCs. And then, so now you know, you get the reference to the Jacksons now, uh, ABC. So, but she first told me that I had to do all of my letters in capital letters. So I did. And then she wanted to make sure that I wrote out the rest of the song. Now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Which I did and didn't give any grief. Then the instruction was okay, now you have to do them all in lowercase. And you got to, she shared with us what drop down letters are, et cetera. And while I, w- I actually was enjoying it, 
while she was over there coloring and she was really enjoying coloring, she being me, being mama over there, not Alea. And I realized as I was making my lowercase letters that B, P, D, and Q are all the same letter and no one says anything about it. Yeah, it's just all flipped into different Have you ways. ever noticed? Uh-huh. It's either upside down, it's 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 well, Q, inverted. Q, you can it's, at least add the little. Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes people don't. But if you realize... <laughs> How how has no one ever really scrutinized that and said B, D, P, and Q are all the same? You make them the same way. That's why they say mind your P's and Q's, right? I thought I did a very <laughs> fine job, by the way, of making the did, letters. Did you, what grade did you get? Oh, I ended up with an A, but I ended up with a uh, a. A frowny face. Oh no! Well, so she does not. Uh, they don't use the the grading system of A B C uh, D and F. So when she gives you an A, that's for Alaya. Okay. <laughs> um, Aren't when, they all? when she gives you a B, that's for bad. Okay. So mm-hmm. they don't use. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think she told me D was for doing good. Yeah, and then F, I think, it wasn't fail. It was like, fa- did you tell her it was fabulous or something? I'm sure I, I don't did. know. Anyway, so it's not your traditional <laughs> But she realized when she was handing out the accolades, she was like, wait a minute. i got to give this guy a frowny face because it, mm-hmm. it can't be all good stuff. On television tonight, Shark Tank is on ABC, CBS The Price is Right at night. And then one royal holiday on Hallmark. Tomorrow on NBC, Halloween in Hollywood. Lifetime is the Gabby Petito story. Sunday, Celebrity Jeopardy. You'll have uh, the Equalizer. And you'll have the Walking Dead That's on the AMC. Queen Latifah, right? In, in she the Equalizer? Yes. Is it good? Mm-hmm. You mean Dana? Yeah. Is that her name? No, we don't watch it. I don't uh-huh. like it. Um, yeah. We used to record it because when football ran long, our recording would have the end of beginning of football. And so it time shifted everything off. But YouTube TV has fixed that problem. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? It's awesome. In 1977, <clears throat> I'm really trying to break using the word awesome all the time. What well, is awesome? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, it's not perfect, but I just I being an adolescent in the 80s, I use the word awesome for things that aren't really awesome. And as a result, I don't preserve awesomeness for things that are actually awesome. That's all. 1777, the Continental Congress forced to flee in the face of advancing British forces, moved to York, Pennsylvania. In 1949, the Berlin airlift became uh, came to an end. I was wondering when that would wrap up. In 1960, The Flintstones, Network Television's first animated primetime series, debuted on ABC. Birthdays today, Angie Dickinson is 91. Sissy Houston is 89. Johnny Mathis is 87. Not Johnny Unitas. (laughs) Barry Williams is 68 today. The actor, he played Potsy on Happy Days. Fran Drescher is 65. Marty Stewart is 64. Crystal Bernard is 61. Eddie Montgomery is 59. Jenna Elfman. Dharma is 51. Actor Christopher Jackson, who played the original George Washington in Hamilton, he was also on the show Bull, is 47 today. Tawny Trucks is 42. She's on that show Seal Team. She plays a CIA uh, 
person. Kieran Culkin is 40, and T-Payne is 38 today. I'm T-Payne. You know me. William Wrigley Jr. was born this date in 1861. That's the extent of our Gone But Not Forgotten's. I guess, is that why it's Chewing Gum Day? Yes, that's exactly why it's Chewing Gum Day. Let's go to 1955, the Four Aces number one, with Love is a Many Splendored Thing. <laughs> Did you all get the picture? Mm-hmm. You find Just a little bit of it. Find to move on? All right, let's go. Little GTO. 1964. You really Ronnie and the Daytonas. Is that uh, right? The right dance move? Nah, you're thinking of Grease Lightning uh, from Grease. Well, you but know, what you know one. this from, though, is Cheryl Hines in RV. Oh, yeah. When she's got her Sony Walkman on. Yes. Yeah, okay. And got she starts to sing out yes, loud. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, it's a wonderful movie. And so Robin Williams is driving the RV, and she's over in the passenger seat, and she goes, Light it up, rock it up. (laughs) If you've not seen it, Sam, it is a, it's one of Robin Williams' best movies. I think I've seen. When I'm thinking of singing in an RV, I'm thinking of uh, singing TLC and We're the Millers. Oh, yeah. That's it. 1973. Cher. Did you see her in Vegas? Or no? No. Not Cher. The white man always Would you have seen Cher in Vegas? I would. Probably, yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, she can sing. I don't know if she's still doing a residency or not. They need her to come back out if she can get some more people to join the Navy. <laughs> oh, that's just, that's funny. Melissa Manchester, number one in 82. <laughs> so that was 83. Music changed a lot between... Oh, that was 82. Music changed a lot between 82 and 91. Because Color Me Bad was number one in 91 with I Adore Me Amor. Ooh, the foreign languages. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this. This was about the right same time that like Rico Suave was out as number one. And Come on over. Christina Aguilera, number one, 22 years ago today. <laughs> and then I had to get to this one. This is on the the Buckle Household Dance Parties too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good, I mean, it's a, like middle school here for me. Yeah. 2009, Miley yep. Cyrus number one, Party in the USA. This is right before Miley kind of made the change. Yeah, that's true. Kind of yeah, went through is, that phase. Well. 
I think she was. Like I think she was describing it about right. She got to Hollywood and things took a different turn. <laughs> MB's pearl of wisdom for today: Try to be a rainbow in someone's cloud. Try to be a rainbow in someone's cloud. MB's pearl of wisdom for today: Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here next time for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.